Warmth by Emerald Love Severus woke with a gasp. The pain in his neck was gone. Harry's eyes were not in his field of vision. And so, Severus wept. Snow surrounded the shrieking shack. The cold did not burn his fingers. The sun did not warm his skin. How long had he been lying there? How long had he been lingering between life and death before death finally sunk their claws in? Thoughts and worries and anger ruminated through his mind. Was the Dark Lord dead? Did Harry die as if he was a pig for slaughter? Did they forgive him? Did he forgive himself? He was a man who'd done terrible things, and yet he dared ask for absolution, for deliverance? Pathetic! And so, he walked. The snow continued to fall. The sun stayed high in the sky. His footsteps made no marks on the ground. The lights in Hogsmeade shone brightly. He could hear distant sounds of children's laughters, the whispered promises of days long past, the clinks of glasses from the hogshead. Lily's red hair flowing between his fingers, James's mouth sucking on his cock. The bedsheets were rough beneath them, but it didn't matter, not when the three of them were together after nights spent apart. It was the only thing that kept him going during the war, that he could spend his life after death with them but Harry needed to die. Severus couldn't keep his one promise to them, the one he uttered and vowed and howled at their graves. Of course, they wouldn't meet him after his death. He failed. Hogwarts was majestic in winter. The turrets greeted him. Then Rubius's hut, the Great Lake, James pulled him behind the Quidditch stands for a kiss once or twice. Lily spent afternoons with him at the edge of the Forbidden Forest, collecting potions ingredients. They used to sneak out to the grounds, soaking their feet in the lake, tossing food at the giant squid, and learning how to give and receive pleasure by the greenhouses. Severus loved the snow. Winter provided a blank slate, washing away his grime and unsavory background. Tobias was far away in Cokeworth. His fists and words and bottles had no place at Hogwarts. Only Lily and James had a place here with him. They pulled him back from the darkness and showed him the light. Their love saved him when he wasn't worth saving. They gave his life meaning, and he betrayed them. The snow mocked him as he walked, taunting him with memories of people he lost. Life took many things away from him. Why wouldn't death do the same? Severus reached the entrance. He lifted his hand to open the giant doors. There were no sounds from the grounds, no sounds from beyond the doors, only stillness. He paused. And so, he waited. 
Sev! He must be hallucinating. His ears weren't working. But he was dead. And that didn't make sense. Severus, you fool! Turn around! Someone collided with him. Arms hugging him tight, and a floral scent permeated his nose. Lily. He turned around, and a face he hadn't seen in the flesh for seventeen years greeted him. Yes, you silly man! Lily engulfed him in another tight hug. Her warmth surrounded him when he had yet to feel anything from his journey thus far. Severus, why are you crying? asked Lily. She pulled back and lifted his face for her inspection. Always the worrier. I am, Severus asked in confusion. He hadn't cried since the night at their graves. Lily, don't hog him. I want to give him a hug too, said a male voice behind Lily. James, come here, you old fool. James looked the same as the last time Severus saw him. Same messy hair, same glasses. He stepped forward and gave Severus a bone-crushing hug. You shouldn't be here, said Severus as he wept. He hid his face in James's shoulders and said, I shouldn't be here. I've failed, and Harry died. No, he didn't, said Lily. Severus's head snapped up, bumping his head against James's chin. Ouch! Warn a guy next time, won't you? said James, rubbing his skin. Hush! You know you don't feel pain here, admonished Lily. James opened his mouth to argue with Lily when Severus's question cut through. What do you mean by that? He didn't die? asked Severus. He gave his memories to Harry. Severus made sure Harry knew what he needed to do to end the Dark Lord's reign. He did die, said Lily. Her voice was soft, and her green eyes still looked at Severus with all the love and tenderness she always showed him, even after his confession that he sent her son to his death. But he wasn't meant to die. He was given a choice, and he went back. He's alive. That couldn't be. He needed to die. It was imperative to the plan. But Harry always had that dumb potter's luck. A fool, just like both his father's. A brave and courageous soul, that kid, said Lily. She stepped towards Severus, cupping his chin in her hands. You did good. Severus took a minute to let the information sink in. Did we win? Does it matter? asked James. Severus resisted his urge to roll his eyes. That was James. He was always getting under Severus's nerves with his lackadaisical attitude on important matters. Of course it does, said Severus, nostrils flaring. We all died for the war. I like to think my death wasn't in vain. We're dead. We don't know what goes on in the living, said James. He had no problems rolling his eyes at Severus. Severus's heart thumped hard against his chest at that action. Tears did not well back up in his eyes with James being exasperated at him, like the good old times. Oh, said Severus. The anger flowed out of him. Relief flooded his system. Maybe a sense of irritation at Harry's dumb potter's luck, but the child was alive, and that was what mattered. Then how do you know Harry went back? Albus told us, said Lily. Albus is here. Not anymore, said James, 
smiling and knowing he was annoying Severus with his non-answers. That git. Severus was still trying to gather his surroundings, figuring out how this afterlife worked and what it all meant, when Lily said, Look! Two black-winged thestrals drew a coach up to the entrance, stopping right at the steps. Their black coat clung to their skeletons, giving off a stately shine in the afternoon sun that Severus had never seen when he was alive. Their white eyes were less spectral and wraith-like. Severus could feel actual warmth radiating from the ghostly beasts. James grabbed his left hand, Lily grabbed his right, and Severus had to catch his breath again, him between them, as if they had never left his side. "'It's time to go home, Severus,' said James. He gave Severus's hand a squeeze. They climbed in, seating themselves on one side of the coach. A blanket was thrown over their laps. Lily rested her head on Severus's shoulder. James rubbed his thumb against Severus's palm. The Thestrals shook their heads, snorting once, twice, then pulled the coach along the pathway that appeared right in front of them. The snow continued to fall. The sun continued to shine. Severus held the warmth of his two loves right beside him. And so, Severus Snape was where he was meant to be, where he wished and dreamt in all the years they were away from him, him right between Lily and James. Severus sighed and closed his eyes. No matter where this journey ends, he knew one thing. He would never be left alone again. Thank you.